Coming up next, we're going to talk what it's like dating in D.C. Oh, God. Oh, no. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe War Podcast, Way She Goes Podcast Network. We are here in person for the first time since the 80s, I think. But uh, uh, we are here with a very special guest, founder of Know the Collective, Veronica Drulia, out here for Arizona Fashion Week here in Scottsdale. Yes. How about Hello. this? A non-virtual, a real handshake. A How real about that? Handshake, no emojis. We are, we, yeah, that's right. We are bringing the in-person game back to yes. the podcast game. So, exactly. well, thank you. Welcome to Arizona. Yes, thank you. Of course. So, so yeah, so good to have you. Um, let's just start right off the bat with um, your brand, okay. Knowing the Collective. Tell me. I know you started with a couple of childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Tell me, you know, why the name? How it got started? Why go into business? with them, how you even go from the idea to actually executing this and actually starting a brand. So just give me the whole rundown. Yeah, well, it's so funny because like, it honestly is such a long story. It like starts from whenever we were like, literally in the first grade. So I went to an elementary school in New Orleans and I went to the same school as my now co-founders. But we basically were Hurricane Katrina babies. So we all lived in New Orleans like before 2005, whenever Hurricane Katrina hit and had to evacuate. A lot of our houses were destroyed. And crazy enough, um, my co-founders, Ben and Carter, we actually all evacuated to the same elementary school. Oh, wow. So it was like two hours away, but like still that was like kind of unheard of, especially because we all went to the same school. We were in the same neighborhood. Our parents all knew each other. And we didn't have phones back then, you yeah. know, like I don't, Old even, school. yeah, it was like, you just, you know, as kids, we definitely didn't have them. So, yeah. um, we just kind of all showed up one day, like at this new place, this new school. And it honestly made it like so much easier because there was a lot of like familiar faces for me. And it was like kind of a hard time, like as a kid, like making yeah. that transition. But anyway, so what happens usually within like, um, a refugee's timeline is a lot of people will go home or a lot of people will stay. So I ended up staying in Lafayette with my mom and Carter and Ben went back to New Orleans. And as time went on, like we just kind of all lost touch. And I actually ended up going to high school with Ben, but you know, after college and all that, life gets in the way. You don't really get to see everybody as much. And you know, we kind of just lost touch. But in 2019, I was working for New York Fashion Week and LA Fashion Week. I was working with a startup brand and I was doing their influencer management and also just, it was so funny. It was like three men, three straight men <laughs> that had never been in the fashion industry before. Whoa. They are amazing people. They started this um, martial arts studio in DC and then went to create the streetwear brand. But, you know, not having much experience in the space, it can be really intimidating. And, um, yeah, it sounds so, like the sex in the city episode I watched last night. Oh my gosh. No, it literally was that. <laughs> and I was like, you know, the only woman on the team and it's like a lot of like learning curves when it comes to like runways and stuff, like you're dressing the models and like making sure that they're fitted in their stuff. And like, it's a lot of hands-on work and you know, I kind of stepped up to the plate and had to do that stuff. So I think from there I was like, wait, I could probably do this myself yeah. but I kind of always had that in the back of my head like I wanted to start something and then during COVID I get a text from Ben saying like hey Veronica um we have this like super cool idea like would you want to hop on a zoom call 
But I had reconnected with Ben like right before because I got him into New York Fashion Week with he had this slipper company. It was like a slides company. Yeah. So he had that experience like owning his own like brand and you know, he just learned so much. Carter was actually a model. He's a Ford model. He went to like Milan Fashion Week. Oh, so we wow. were all kind of doing our own different things within the fashion industry. But Ben went to New York Fashion Week and, you know, I guess we kind of got on the conversation of, you know, being in the industry and you know, making those connections. So he got me on a Zoom call and was like, Veronica, we have this really cool idea. So we want to start this animal print-based clothing line yeah. and give proceeds back to endangered species. And I was like, that sounds so cool, but how crazy is it that we all reconnected after so long? Right. And why don't we start local and then like go global? Let's do the animal print designs, start with swimwear. And because it was like just like really booming at the time yeah. and it is like just a really great way to kind of branch off into other things but let's give back to the New Orleans community and do nature organizations and natural disaster relief and then we can grow from there so um, our name stands for nature's own art Love so it. it's kind of a play on words too for like NOLA and yeah. Noah's Ark so it's been super fun just kind of like thinking about all the details and putting it together and working with childhood friends like it's amazing that we reconnected yeah that really is crazy and like you like you talked about i mean being so young and going through all that to together i mean i think that makes you even even tighter than than, than you would have been for sure um, such a full circle moment and it's so funny because in miami this year we actually went to miami swim week we did nice. a pop-up shop there but at dinner one night, we put together that Carter's dad actually introduced my mom and my stepdad. Whoa! <laughs> so it's like really such a full circle moment. Like there's so many connections. Yeah. So it's so funny. More to happen. Yeah. Way more to happen, you know? So I'm just, I'm excited for, you know, the future. And I think being in Arizona and Scottsdale, having the brand exposure here has been awesome. So I'm excited for the runway on Friday. No, that's, that's super exciting. But I, I want to talk a little bit more about New Orleans. Yeah, let's like, do it. Like I was telling you, I've been once, Mardi Gras, absolutely love it. Uh, New Orleans, just the, the food, the culture, the people. It's one of the very few places in the U.S. where you don't feel like you're in the U.S. Exactly. It is so different. It's so cool. But like you mentioned, Katrina there, um, you could definitely tell there were some places that are still recovering, some places that it doesn't seem like maybe it will ever happen, but, right. the, but the spirit and everything is, you know, as strong, you know, you put it up against, against anywhere. Um, you know, you live in DC now, mm -hmm. and you mentioned one of your business par partners is out here in Scottsdale, but you know, what, can you just talk about what it is, not only just home yeah to and, be and, from new orleans. and that pride but you know to be from new orleans go through all of that mm -hmm. and, and and start there locally and continue to give back yeah um, for sure with, with your brand yeah well it's so funny that you mentioned that because i think a lot of people don't realize how much resiliency goes into that city also like the whole state like i can remember from being like maybe like five years old and having to evacuate for like hurricanes and right. like tropical storms and it was just like normal life to me I didn't realize that nobody else went through that mm -hmm. if they didn't live in Louisiana and I think it definitely is ingrained into you from a very young age but New Orleans is below sea level so it's always gonna it's going to have you yeah. know natural disasters and it's going to be like super detrimental most of the time thankfully there hasn't been like 
a super severe one in New Orleans recently. We had Hurricane Ida last year, and that was actually whenever we were launching NOAA. So it's actually about to be our one-year anniversary. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but basically, we wanted to launch, and then Hurricane Ida hit. So we manufacture all of our pieces out of New Orleans, and we are the first New Orleans-made swimwear brand. Wow. So it's completely sustainable, and there's like so much that goes into it, and it really is a lengthy process. So our production got cut because New Orleans lost electricity for weeks. And we kind of wanted to adapt with that and use it as like a positive thing to give back to the city. So not only do we partner with charitable organizations for our collections, but we also are just spokespeople for different things that are going on and ways to donate and just on social media, like being super like just excited about having the possibility to give back and have that impact. And I think it's really, really refreshing for a lot of people to see a brand that is like built on community. But we ended up changing our line completely after that. We were like, let's do the most like resilient animals we can think of. Yeah. And let's give back to an organization that's helping after Hurricane Ida relief. So we partnered with the Take Paws Rescue for our first launch and they actually helped pets that were displaced or like during the storm oh, yeah. um, find their forever homes because that's like super common after storms like people will leave their pets behind or they'll get lost and yeah. they're just like roaming around the city so that was our first charitable partner and you know we've just been looking for like really cool organizations since then we're partnered with Glass Half Full right now another full circle moment my friend Fran actually went to the school that we all evacuated to. So she started the first glass recycling facility out of New Orleans with her business partner, Max. And they created like this, like, I don't even know what it's called. It's this like machine that converts recycled glass into sand. Oh, wow. And it was like this small little device that they had at a frat house at Tulane. <laughs> And now it's this huge thing because Louisiana actually loses uh, 100 yards every hour to coastal erosion. Wow. Um, sorry, no. A football field every 100 minutes to coastal erosion. Wow. I'm getting my facts straight. There you go. Um, so they're actually helping so much because I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but Louisiana's marshes make up about 80% of the world's oxygen. So yeah. if we don't have those marshlands, then like, you know, we're just kind of fucked. There's issues, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... We are fucked. <laughs> no, like, actually. Um, so, like, our, all of our faith is, like, on New Orleans yeah. and Louisiana. So that's honestly a scary thought. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy place. Um, you've been, you know. I've been. Um, but... It's How'd just you get been... those beads? Exactly. Can't say. Exactly. You can't say. I'm like looking. I'm like, where are they? Yeah. Are they up there? Where PTSD. Are they at? That's right. Um, grenades. But the grenades. Yeah. So That's it's right. just a super fun place yeah. filled with so many characters. And, you know, art is such a big part of it. And we wanted to be able to put like an artistic just value onto fashion. And, you know, New Orleans is a very fashionable place. Lots of characters, oh, yeah. lots of bright colors, Mardi Gras, yeah. you know, like the beautiful costumes. But I don't think the fashion industry really has that much of a, like, prominence in right. New Orleans. So we were like, let's do it ourselves. So it's been super fun. So as we mentioned at the top, you're in town for Arizona Fashion Week. Yes. So 
I've never been to or around, I know nothing about these events. So just tell me what, like, why is it such a big deal that you are here with your brand? Is this for marketing, collaboration opportunities? I mean, what, what all goes, you know, networking, what all goes on at these events and why is it so important for you and your brand to have a presence here? Yeah, so my business partner Carter is actually based here. We just did DC Swim Week, which I feel like every time I say that, everybody's like, DC is a swim week. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing and it was a great way for me to kind of just introduce my baby to DC. So my assistant Sam is actually based here. She works with an amazing organization called Luxon City. They have a creative council here in Arizona where they have a lot of events and fashion shows and like really cool stuff. So she kind of got us involved with them and we were like, let's do it. They invited us here for free and just wanted us to be a part of this experience. It's the first official Arizona Fashion Week. Yeah. So it's really exciting. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for us to see what it's like and just kind of get our presence out here, you know, all over because of course we wanted to start with Louisiana, but now it's just our time to grow and expand and, you know, get our name out there. So... For sure. And, and one of the ways you're doing that, let's talk about uh, Idris Ballou, yes. who is your face, your personality of the men's line, who is a friend yes. of this program. Uh, so why why him? What's it been like working on him? Why was like he the guy for you know this face and this personality of your, of your brand on the yeah, rise? Yeah, that's a great question. So we started in Miami for our runway shows. Yep. We went to Miami Swimwear, um, Swim Week to look at all this <laughs> this year during the summer and it was so funny I sat front row with Idris and Haley if yeah, you know Haley of course Craig another friend of the show yes yes everyone's been on the show I love it I love it's it it's like a little fam it is a family but I sat next to Craig and it was so funny there were so many designers that went and we were just talking each other's ear off yeah. we had so much in Craig, common Craig never talks yes we had so much in common he lived in DC he also lived in New Orleans he mentioned Channing Tatum and you know I love Channing he has the bar in New Orleans yeah. so Saints and Sinners I believe but so fun anyway we just like could not stop talking and I you know had a conversation with Idris and Haley and told them all about Noah and they were like so enthusiastic about it and I think that's like what our biggest thing is is we want people that are enthusiastic about our story about our mission and there's a lot of people out there that you know are all about profit and mm -hmm. you know if the most high profile celebrities wearing this stuff. Like we don't really care about that stuff. We want people that really see us for what we are, hear our story and like want to wear the story. And Idris was just like so hyped from the beginning. Yeah. And he's like so young, so successful. And I think like having that younger generation involved with this is so important, especially because now, not that, you know, Hurricane Katrina is like the only thing that brought us together. But there's so many people that don't even like know about that, no, event. especially right. like kids now, like they aren't even aware of, you know, all the natural disasters that are going on in the world and having that educational like outlet is so important. And I think he's a really great spokesperson for that reason. 100%. Also, uh, I was not doing half the shit that he was doing at his age. Like I was like, yeah. So I'm like just so impressed with him, like super hardworking, super motivated. And I think he's just going to go so far. He already is. So yeah, absolutely. I, I want to talk about some of the other things that you do. I know you yourself are a personality, all your uh, <laughs> food lifestyle and, yes. and business recommendations. Yes. Okay. 
I won't ask a New Orleans question because I went, I forget what the name of it yeah, was. Yeah, let's but talk we, all about New Orleans. But I'm I like, went to I love it. very famous po' boy place, you know, the, wherever, you know, you, you, the line's five miles long. Was it Domelisi's? There, there's a picture of Obama at the front. You know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever place that is, it was amazing. But can we give, can we uh, do a secret, maybe some hidden gems that maybe people don't know as much about yeah. the locals do, but maybe the... Uh, the tourist people don't. I mean, like, where, when I go, because I'm going to go back. Yes. And I, I just, I want to, I want to feast. Because here in Phoenix, we're, we have good places, but we aren't like a New Orleans, a New York, and LA. But we're not, I don't feel like we're like a food yes. city. We're not yes. known for that. We have good places, but we don't have like, you know, like marquee, marquee right. places. And Obviously, New Orleans has their their own special flavor. So, yeah. so what are some of your favorite places down yeah, there? Yeah, I get a lot of that like southwestern mm -hmm. vibe here. Like, for sure. Yeah, like I have had like a lot of like breakfast burritos. Yes. And, like I love like spicy Which food and stuff like yeah. that, and I think that's like a good reflection of Louisiana food as well. Mm -hmm. But I think a big misconception is people think New Orleans is only good for like French Creole, like Cajun cuisine, yeah. seafood. Yep. It has so many other cuisines that are just as fabulous. And I think it's because a lot of the top chefs will go to New Orleans and start their own restaurants. Yeah. But I am such a spicy food person. So I know a lot of people don't like spicy, but I need like my mouth to be on fire at all times. Oh, really? And I actually just started doing these like hot sauce reviews on my Instagram stories. Oh, and people are like so involved so with So you them. could just murder hot ones is oh, what you're saying. Yes. Like, like no I will problem. drench Tabasco on everything. Wow. Like no shame. I'm a Frank's Red Hot and Cholula guy. Yes. Uh, you know what my favorite Tabasco is? Because here we go. Now we're doing a Tabasco deep dive. Um, okay. I like the the originals okay, but mm -hmm. I love like the the darker one like the chipotle yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, they have jalapeno, chipotle. They oh. have like a hundred different flavors. When I go to Chipotle and get my burrito, I will sit there with the little the the chipotle <laughs> one and <laughs> give little dabs with every bite and it's the best. It's so good. so good. And you're just like sweating at the end and you're like, this is amazing. Oh, it's great. It's like a workout. It I just, is. I just did hot yoga. Exactly. Yeah. Also, did you know that spicy foods actually give you more endorphins? I didn't, but I'm going to start saying Yeah, that. so that, I think that's why I'm so happy. Yes. Same here. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, yeah, New Orleans has so many hidden gems, and, like, obviously, like, the spice factor is a thing, but I think people that create, like, Cajun restaurants in other cities, it's usually, like, not up to par because right. a lot of people are you know, trying to make it more condensed to people that aren't like accumulated to that spice level. So, right. you know, it's not spicy enough for like people that are version. actually Cajun yeah. that like want to go to these places yeah. and these like cities that they're living now. But then, you know, the people that aren't Cajun that go to these places, it's just like, you know, they're not interested in eating right. that type of food. So I think it's interesting to see how like Cajun restaurants do outside of Louisiana, but New Orleans has some of the best restaurants and like, just like, bar scene, like yeah. dive bar, but also like super nice, like really like aesthetically pleasing places now. Like they're really booming. But one of my favorite places, my childhood friend actually just brought me here is um, Hotel St. Vincent. Okay. It's this beautiful hotel on Magazine Street. And like the decor is just amazing. It's giving like American Horror Story, like coven vibes kind Ooh, of, like the like inside, that. like it looks haunted, nice. but it's super nice. They have this Italian restaurant, really nice bar. And then they also have this Vietnamese place called Elizabeth's so right outside. There's like neon lights everywhere, oh, yeah. beautiful pool. I would love to have like a Noah shoot there one day, Yes, but that place is really good. Like if you want to like go impress somebody, 
But then Stein's Deli. So okay. it's this little Jewish deli on magazine. Oh, All the best places keep are on magazine, right in my opinion. I think people will go to like Bourbon Street. And right. obviously well, it's so good to see that. But people will spend their entire trip on Bourbon. And right. like, there's so many other like parts of the city to see. And so Stein's. Okay. It was this attorney that moved from New York to New Orleans. And he decided that he didn't want to do law anymore. He was like, I want to open up a Jewish deli in New Orleans. Wow. So he just like left his career, started this like little dive Jewish deli on Magazine Street. And it is one of the best Jewish delis I've been to in the entire country. It's so good. All of the sandwiches are amazing. The Sam, the Dan, it's like all named after names. It's oh, so sweet. funny. Um, but yeah, they have like... There's not a lot of places to sit, so it's one of those places you kind of have to like stand in line for. Yeah. But it's it's very good, and not a lot mm. of people know about it. Mm. But Cafe Dega, one of my favorite brunch places, it's on Esplanade, so it's kind of like out of like the touristy area, yeah. but also amazing. Um, and then there's some incredible barbecue in New Orleans. But yeah, anytime you need a recommendation, let me know. I can give oh, you a specific one. I love all of this. Yeah. It's, so good. it's weird because I'm not. Like, while I'm here, I'm not a foodie person. I eat, I cook for myself, eat pretty much the same thing every day. But I go somewhere, and I'm like, I just throw myself into, like, <laughs> wherever I'm at. I'm like, all food morals out the window. Like, I'm just going to party. Oh, no, same. Every single yeah. time I eat, though, I, like, black out. I was like, because yeah. <laughs> I, like, get, like, I love food. So, yeah. like, I'm kind of a little different in that sense. Like, I literally am like, this is the best moment of my life. I, like, scarf it up. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, a huge dirty martini girl. Yeah. So, I actually um, always, like, post different dirty martinis that I go nice. and try. And I, like, kind of, like, I don't rate them necessarily, but... I'll only post about it if they're good. I'm like super particular about it. I'm like, I need extra olives. Where do you have one of your most memorable Dermody Martinis? I actually had a really good one here. Yeah, there. I, I have a friend, uh, she's in San Diego now, but one time we went out and uh, she loves a dirty, dirty martini. Oh yeah. And uh, a lot of good spots around here for that. Yeah, so I'm like such a sucker for blue cheese stuffed olives. Okay. Like if you don't have them, I'm not ordering it. Yeah. Because I want it to be like a meal, like an experience almost, like an appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I had one at Francine last night Good spot. in Fashion Square. Yeah. My assistant Sam had never been and she's doing some work with them. So she was like, let's go. I was like, oh yeah, let's go. Yeah. So we went and it was delicious. It was amazing. But yeah, I'm like such a sucker and a snob for dirty martinis. Yeah. So anytime I'm eating anywhere, I'll have that. And then like I black out even more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want to but sometimes we'll see. It's really funny you say that because literally... This morning, I've just been, I've been so good with my nutrition. I've been nailing it every day. Um, but this morning, I was just, I, I had to go to the grocery store to get some things. And I was really just hankering for like some chicken wings or something. Mm -hmm. And it's like 10 in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. And I just went and got some. I came home, I pounded it. I had some ice cream and I literally took the most intense 45 minute nap I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And in the, I, I was dreaming and within the dream... I was also sleeping and dreaming, like total inception moment going on. And like when I, I, I got like jump scared awake in my dream, but my myself was still awake. And like my vision went from like dark, dark until a little bit light. So it was like almost like a layer wow. of me sleeping went away. And it was all because 
I've been eating so well, and then I just gave myself carbs for the first time in a week, and I was, yeah. and then I woke up and I was like disoriented. I'm like, like, but that was also amazing. Yeah. So I totally get the food blackout. It happened to me today. Oh my gosh, no, and I'm such like a sucker for you know just having fun and eating whatever you want, but at the same time, like I'm super health oriented. Yeah. I think balance is really important. No and doubt. Maybe your body just needed some wings and some sleep. You it know. Did. It was telling me, and you know what? That's the good thing about like nailing it because when your body is – now, if you've had it four days in a row and you're just telling yourself, oh, my body's saying I need ice cream, it's like no, probably yeah. probably not. I think you just are a little undisciplined. Yes. But when you're disciplined and you can let yourself uh, listen to your body mm-hmm. and you don't feel bad about it after and yeah. you get right back to it, then I think that's, that's the balance. Yeah. That's super important. But, Intuitive uh, eating is like so big. And yeah. as somebody that eats out like multiple times a week because mm-hmm. of my job, yeah. you know, I go to a lot of DC restaurants and they'll DC is a pretty good food city, right? Great too. food, yeah. great food. A lot of like multicultural, yeah. like just establishments, which is really great. So I really enjoyed kind of going from like the Louisiana scene to yeah. DC and kind of giving my like perspective on the two. So it's been great, but yeah, so like I eat out most of the time. So whenever I'm home, I'm like super diligent about just like having like super like clean ingredients Mm -hmm. and just like treating my body well, but not restricting myself at the same time. So like if you want wings, like get yourself some wings. What you're going to end up doing is like just overdoing it later on. Oh yeah. Going through a little binge. Been through that. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So that's great that you're like, so like involved with, you know, just conscious eating and you know all that I think it's like super fascinating yeah no for for sure and this is obviously a very health uh, forward forward place out here and you know it's nice you can be outside all year round I mean the summer stinks but yeah but hey, you get you grew up in the sh- humidity south so yeah well it's so different here it's, it's like dry and hot right yeah, yeah for sure yeah so uh Man, now I'm hungry. Now I'm, <laughs> I know. Might have to double up on the wings down. Have some hot sauce. I I, I've been eyeing that hot sauce back there. That yes. what, what is that it's back the there? Louisiana hot sauce. Oh, okay, um, that's good stuff. I gave it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. It's not great. Okay. It's not spicy enough for me. Okay. But that's just like my two cents. You need a lot of it to like do the trick. Okay. So that's my yeah. only reason for not giving it a great okay. review. I like it. I like it. Okay. okay. Well, hey, Veronica. This has been a pleasure. It's been amazing. I thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I can't. I'll be at some stuff this this weekend, so I'm yes, sure I'll see you around. I'm so excited. We'll definitely meet up uh, with you and Idris and everybody else. But uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough for taking the time and best of luck with all this stuff. I think you're doing, you know, really, really great stuff. I love the the story behind it. It's just, I think it's great. Thank you. You're yeah. so welcome. Thank you. It's been super fun. Just like building something from the ground up with, you know, people that also can resonate with the story and we can kind of build something beautiful on top of like something that was like so traumatic and scary for a lot of people. So we're just trying to be like a refuge for people that want to express themselves from a creative aspect, but also just, you know, represent New Orleans and people that have been through hardships. And whenever you wear our stuff, we want you to remember that you can get through anything with your community behind you, so. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Coming up next, we're going to talk what it's like dating in D.C. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. No. I knew we were going to get on to that. Oh, my God. Oh.